Hello and welcome to episode 23 of Carers Link's What's On podcast. Uh, we had a bit of a break for a couple of weeks there as John and I were on holiday, but we're back um, and this week we are going to be talking digital. We're going to be discussing with some volunteers and um, people who've benefited from those volunteers' help, how people can get online. Um, things have changed as we've moved through lockdown, it's become more obvious that digital can connect people, but there are also people who are excluded digitally. And so that's what we want to try and, and help those people today. So I am in the chairman's chairperson's seat because John is the, the leader of our digital projects. So hello, John. Hi, Katie. How are you doing? I'm good. And how about you? How was your holiday? It was nice. It was nice to take some time out and was helping my dad and just... It's great now that we're kind of eased off the, the lockdown, so it was nice to spend some time with them. And those of you, before we started this recording, while John was helping his dad, he also found loads of photographs of himself of an earlier era. So we've just had a very amusing five minutes looking at photographs of, of John in black and white zebra-striped trousers. So... <laughs> <laughs> Less said about that, the better, I think. Uh, <laughs> they, were, they were impressive trousers, John. <laughs> so do you want to do a, a quick introdu introduction to, to the digital projects that, that you're running and then we'll, we'll get into the meat of the, of the podcast? Okay, so we, um, some of you might have heard in previous podcasts referring to the Switched On project. Um, so the Switched On is, is basically what we're trying to do is to provide tailor-made one-to-one um, tech training and support to people who are new or who have missed out and, or maybe their skills have faded over the time and they're not up to speed with the latest social media or been able to uh, use face-to-face uh, -face technologies like Zoom. And you can't do it alone, can you? No, well, the, 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 the thing is at the moment is when just as we were getting up and running. Um, originally, the plan was to to go into a person's home to train up with tech buddies who are volunteers. And they would go in uh, and then we would basically talk with the um, carer who was interested and get an idea of what they were interested in learning about. And then we would send in a, one of our tech buddies and they would work with them face-to-face. -face. Unfortunately, um, the timing of it was such that COVID-19 hit us and we were in, got into lockdown. And so what we had to do was to re-imagine re, um, that project. And so we were looking at fundamentally changing how, well, how Carers Link was engaging with carers anyway. So we were actually quite well placed because we'd been testing various things before. So we basically established um you know, groups and stuff like that. And we, so what we did was working with um, the sort of earliest uh, tech buddy was Helen, uh, was how we can use telephone support to get people up and running. And then once they're connected to do, to get them to install Zoom. And then from that point, once we've got that face-to-face, -face, we can then share, um, you can share your screens, you can demonstrate different things. And, um, and what we provide is, I mean, we're not experts, but what we're trying to do is we can help support each other, both myself and the tech buddies, to go away. And if there's any issues and problems, I can I can go and research it or I can point the tech buddy in the right direction. 
and also and also it was about trying to encourage carers to to have a go in themselves. And so the, one of the greatest skills to learn is how to problem solve using things like YouTube, um, going on to online forums like Reddit, um, because everyone everyone's experienced problems out there in the web. There are so many users now in the billions that that um, you, you can guarantee that somebody's run into the same kind of problems and issues that you've got in terms of your tech. So I think now would be a good time to bring in, we have two volunteers, um, two tech buddies with us today. So we have got Helen and we have got Sharon. So first of all, I'm going to ask them to quickly uh, tell us a bit about why you decided to get involved with Carers Link as a tech buddy. And if I start with Helen. Well, I became a, a member of Carers Link anyway, as I am a carer myself. But I am fully aware of the fact that I'm still pretty active and uh, wanted to get out and about and meet people. Um, so I, when the Switch Drone project came on, I thought that would be an ideal way of doing it. Um, I also used to teach IT, so it all seemed to tie in. And then lockdown came and I thought, oops, that's going to be postponed. However, it wasn't. Um, and I ended up spending quite a lot of time at the beginning of lockdown helping some carers get on to Zoom uh, so that they could then continue to participate in things like carers cafes, dementia cafes, um, but also some of them used it to see their um, relatives in care homes so that they could link up there and stay connected. Um, there were other uses of Zoom as well. I had a lady today who was using Zoom for yoga classes. So there's been quite a variety of reasons for people getting on. But what we found was that once they got onto Zoom, they started to be able to develop a wee bit more confidence in um, other uses of IT. Mm -hmm. um, I've also been involved in um, even things like, you know, the carers asking me what apps can they use for various things? What is an app? How do they download an app? What is this symbol on their phone? You know, all sorts of things like that um, to help them uh, get more connected. Um, and I've been involved in setting up a blog for a carer as well, which has been quite challenging for both the carer and myself. <laughs> so I'm learning a lot as well as um, trying to help people. And the whole process has been, it's been lovely. It's been a really nice time and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Good. Sharon, you, you didn't come on until after the start of lockdown. So yours is a slightly different story. What, what made you get involved with Carers Link? Partly due to lockdown, I ended up um, moving my mother into my own home and so became a full-time carer at that stage myself and so had connections then built up with Carers Link. And because of that, I heard about the Switched On project, this kind of tech buddy initiative and um, before I became a full-time carer, I had a full-time job. And part of that was, was dealing with using, I suppose, technology. And um, so I've got a little bit of information, a little bit of, um, not an expert in it at all, but just but could find my way around and knew what I was doing. And, and I just thought it was just an amazing way of being able to help people to get connected um, who maybe didn't have 
um, the knowledge or who had, as John was already saying, maybe had had some background, but maybe not enough to actually, well, what do I do during lockdown? How does it work for me? Um, and so that's really, that's really how it started for me. Uh, would you, um, Sharon, just be able to tell people who don't know how you help the people, you know, how, what, do you, what you do to help someone get online? Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Yeah, well, because of lockdown, as Helma's already saying, it should be a kind of face-to-face -face experience. <laughs> so you can actually physically, you know, take the laptop or take the iPad or, or tablet and actually sit down with them and go over it and show them, which has not been possible. And so the first way of contacting people is, you know, if we hear carers like here about somebody who's in the situation or somebody has said, I need, I need help, um, then somebody would contact somebody like myself or Helen or others who are involved in the Tech Buddy programme. And we would make a phone call, introduce ourselves, get to know the person, get to know a little bit about what their needs are or how they, they want to get involved, what kind of setup do they need, what kind of, um, if they've got an iPad or some kind of tablet or phone or whatever way it is, and then just um, try and talk them through it on the phone. You know, just everything from as basic as, have you got it charged up? <laughs> and then from that stage, just building it up. And it, it is a wee bit of a challenge doing it over the phone but just having that connection I think and, and just both learning you know as, as we go along because I'm not an expert in that and certainly not an expert in doing it over the phone but um, yeah it is an experience and it is a learning procedure together so through Carers Link and through the, the provision and the help of getting people um, iPads or tablets, then we're, we're able to help them to get connected. And both both you, Sharon, and you, Helen, have spoken about you know the learning process that that you've gone through. So I'm kind of wondering, what is the most useful? I'll ask Helen this one first. What do you think is the most useful or or totally useless app that you've had most fun with, or pro thing that you've learnt from from another carer? Useless as in. It doesn't have a practical use, but it's really good fun to do, you know, because there are some things out there that you can while your hours away on on, um, on a website or something. There's a whole lot of them. I suppose Scrabble is one of them, but that's been one that's been useless as well as useful. I don't know if anyone else has used the Scrabble Go app, which is a great idea. You can play with someone in the room or someone that you've never met before or whatever. What about you, Sharon, as a... One of the things that we, we, other than helping people to maybe uh, do help children with homework, etc., or the kind of basic kind of stuff, you know, I find people are actually people who were um, having to isolate, self-isolate, for example. Um, you know, things to do with maybe learning a new skill, a new language, um, something even something to do with baking or cooking. So there's all these different things that people who particularly were maybe self-isolating, um, getting them connected through the internet and getting them up and running to um, 
give them some kind of interest or they're not just sitting there twiddling their thumbs. And it can be anything from learning how to crochet to learning how to use Pinterest. I mean, Pinterest, I would say, is probably one of the best apps that most people, you can find so much, not that, you know, on Pinterest. Um, and there's usually something there for just about anybody once they get up and running and once they get to know how to manage their way around the computer and the apps. I wonder for the people that are listening, you might not know, what is Pinterest? <laughs> well, it's an app or an application um, that you can download and it takes you into just about anything. You can bring it up, you sign into it and you find on there you can learn things, you can look at things, you can get ideas. For me, I'm a great crafter, so I go into that and I, if I've got some stuff left over from a project, what can I do with this? Then I I can look onto Pinterest and I can I can just put in a word and it comes up with all these, you know, 10 things to do with an empty milk bottle, for example. Um, so it's it's absolutely it's just sort of like a million and one ideas um, or projects that people can do. Thank you. Yes, I, I have to say Pinterest. Pinterest is one of those things I find that you you can get overwhelmed by actually, and, and potentially in the in, same same as Scrabble and things going wrong. Pinterest, you can just all fires at you, and you kind of think ah. Anyway, I will now move on from the people that are. Um, volunteering as tech buddies to we have Frank visiting joining us today and, and Frank is someone who has been helped by a tech buddy so um, Frank if I can if you sort of start off by saying what what made you think about asking for help with the with the switched on project what was it you were looking for help with well I think the the context for myself and others uh, Katie is that um we are seen as hard to reach at times, uh, and but equally, we find uh, professionals or experts like those in Carers Link hard to reach too, simply because of duties and responsibilities that carers have at home. So there's, you, you find there's great things happening. You'd love to be there. You can't be there um, because of, of what you have to do in the home or whatever. So the really good thing about it is that, <clears throat> that it helps you in so many different ways. Uh, the first one is just receiving information um, or being organized by agencies. Uh, the second one I think is finding out about the personal views and suggestions made uh, by other carers, where you can join in groups remotely. Uh, the third one is about <clears throat> having opportunities yourself to take part in these uh, group activities, such as John's mindfulness sessions. Thirdly, or fourthly rather then, is getting this uh, direct training uh, from the tech bodies. And I found that um, very important for me, very motivating for me, and the and keeping me interested in it, uh, which has been very important too. So what I hope 
the future is that when we get back to what they call the new normal, I think, um, that you've already had a pathway towards blended learning and that you keep that so that the future for an organization like Carers Link will be this combination of getting people together in groups in the one place or going for walks or recreational activities, but also keep the opportunity for them, especially if they're not able to join in through the uh, distant learning, uh, remote learning, whatever. So all of those things are extremely important and I think your project has been excellent in getting that going. It's probably, you know, as far advanced as any other organization, I think, at the moment. The universities obviously are doing this big style. They've had to, and schools as well. But it's excellent to see that agencies are now doing it too for people like myself. Like, yes, I think, you know, it is. We... we, we... I mean, even before lockdown, we had started and Helen was one of the first people that came along to one of our, our webinars, actually, um, realising that care, you're, exactly as you say, carers can't always get out of the house to, to come along and do something and join a group or, or learn. And therefore, this is a way of giving them an opportunity to, to join in from the comfort of their own home. And if they need to go out for five minutes and come back, then, you know, that's fine. So if we think about, you've, you've had help from, from a tech buddy. So how, how have you found how have you found that help that's been given you it's been extremely useful i suppose what's happening to me at the moment is i'm jumping about doing different things you know responsibility towards running the house uh looking after grandchildren and so on and at the same time i want to be uh learning things and what the tech buddy has done for me is you know keep me on the project not to to give up uh, and to very positively take me on, you know, and that's been good. And I do feel that slowly but slowly I'm ca uh, catching up with where I should be in this technological age. I'm quite ambitious, but in where I hope to be, even at my old in my old age. But um, and I'll see if I get there. I won't be terribly disappointed if I don't, because I'll have learned on the way anyway. But, yeah, that's... but has the project been good? It's been excellent. So, I mean, we, we often find that people are, are reluctant. I mean, you obviously embrace, have embraced technology, recognised that you need help to get there. But there are often people who, who are frightened of technology because they've been away from it and it's moved along or they never even started with it. What would you say to someone who is thinking, well, I'll, well, I'd like to do that, but that's really, I'm, I'm not up to that. That's not for me. I won't be able to catch up. What could you say to them? For beginners, well, what you're doing is good in that you're giving choices. And it's almost as if you, I think if I was starting again, I'd want sessions on using the mobile phone and just restricted to that or using the internet and restricting to that, or as been mentioned earlier, shopping, how are you gonna do that? Mm -hmm. How are you gonna do remote banking? Because although I do remote banking, I'm terrified of doing it still, because <laughs> I don't really trust it. I keep on thinking, who else, who else watching in on me at the moment? Is John Berry looking over my shoulder, <laughs> finding out what I'm doing? So, uh, 
uh, specific topics, I think, is how to start with. And then uh -huh. you can generalize from there. But, um, and, you, and the good thing about, I think, about the, the approaches you've taken in so many things, uh, the, the training events that you do is, you listen to what people want, first of all. You're, 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 you've got to pick up from where someone is and not interfere in where their learning process, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep, no, I agree. I'm thinking, John, as, as someone who's, who's obviously been coordinating all of these people coming through, what kind of, is there anything that anyone's come to you and said, I need help with this, that you've thought, oh, that's new. I don't know exactly how to do that. Well, I think, I think um, uh, there's the whole realm of um, people with various um, problems, maybe with the vision or, um, you know, perceptions perception issues and so thinking we, we tend to think about well everyone can see and everyone can you know that's got the dexterity to use this and something that I've been very aware of um, and um, and so we've you know we've, we've kind of we've actually been quite fortunate in that um, we've, we've, we, we would go back to the I think when I can think of one person in particular that we're currently just starting to support and uh, and I knew that we had a carer a uh, in our mindfulness group who has a visual impairment. And I did ask her some questions about what things was she using and how what things helped her. So using very much the knowledge that we have within our community, because that's the thing that's the thing that I've really I've got a big heart for is 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 that creating this community that we learn from each other. So I think what I'm taking from from what everybody's said is that if there's anything that you want to find out about that you can't do for whatever reason then don't be afraid to come and ask us for help because even if we don't know the answer then we'll have fun finding it out. I think we do know that it's not just people's skills, digital skills that can sometimes hold them back from uh, connecting online. It could be that they just don't have the equipment or that they don't have the connection, they don't know how to do anything about that. And that's something that I think is really in the, during the lockdown, many, well, the government has become much more aware of, um, as well as organisations. So there is a, another project which, which you're involved with, John, which, which can help people with, with the hardware side of it, so the equipment side of it. So do you want to talk a bit about that one just now? Well, there's, there's, there's actually been two um, funding uh, opportunities. There's one for the Foundation Scotland, and um, that was that's something that, that kind of popped out of the blue. Um, I wasn't involved in the funding directly, but basically what it does is it allows us to um, procure um, some basic tablets um, uh, or Chromebooks um, for people who have a specific need, who don't have um the the means and the the other is is the the, the we, we wanted to provide something that was simple to use so we didn't want to have something particularly complicated so that was the foundation foundation scotland um and and then recently when i say recently in the last few months the scottish government um had uh, identified that they as part of the of the covid response was that the, there was a gap of people because a lot of services have now moved online um, and uh, and also the way you apply for benefits so you had people who might be you know um, 
uh, out of work, furloughed, whatever, needed access to information. Um, but they, they, they may be either through their shielding um, um, situation or because of financial reasons, they couldn't access the internet. They probably didn't have the internet. And so the Scottish government basically reached out to the different sectors and, and the third sector and to different people supporting um, carers and, and others and said, you know, do you have a, a case? And, and we responded to that and said, yeah, we, we think that there, there are a number of people by virtue of being a carer and being on the shielding either themselves or the person they cared for is a, a risk group that they've not been able, they can't get out, they need access to things like shopping we've mentioned, but we need to provide the means to do that. And so basically under certain criteria, um, people can apply for that. And we have a number of iPads, not only iPads, but we also have um, what's called a MiFi. Now MiFi um, is basically a mobile Wi-Fi and a Wi-Fi to explain to everyone, it's just a, a, a wireless connection. So what basically what it does is you, you have your iPad, you have this little, it's like a little brick, and it contains a SIM card, which means that it can connect to the, the mobile network using 4G, which is the technology. And so you have a year's contract, and it's you've got 20 uh, gigs of bandwidth um, capacity that you can use per month, and that will last for one year. So it's an initial one year. And, uh, and basically we are acting as, as agents for that, but also we've, um, Sharon and, and Helen and myself have taken part in um, a sort of a co-programme with that. It's called Digital Champions Training to, 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 to support that. But we, we just refer to ourselves as tech buddies um, internally and for our purposes. But in terms of how we relate to the funder, it, it, we're digital champions. So if someone was interested in, in getting access to, to the MiFi, to the tablets, to the, the Chromebook. And a question which is slightly irrelevant to that, but what, what's the difference between a Chromebook and anything else? Why, why, why is it called a Chromebook, not a laptop or anything? Uh, a Chromebook, is basically, it's a, it's a very stripped down, uh, simple operating system. It's based on what's used in smartphones, the Android. So it's, um, it's a very simple, uh, it it's focuses, it's using small apps and getting online and the internet so it's if it's not something like a like a traditional laptop would be a bit more powerful and it would be running something like windows 10 and you'd be able to do all sorts of you know you could program with it you could create videos with it you could do all that that's not what you know um and that's not what's probably needed by the majority of people the majority of people want to connect and they want to get information and you don't need that so it's a bit a way of accessing technology at a reasonable cost um, I mean the Chromebooks are, are, are quite a bit cheaper than a than a laptop so that was a, an, a, an aside because I didn't know what a Chromebook was so part of my learning journey so if someone wants to get our help what what should they do something like they're inter interested um, basically get in touch with us um, uh, via, via the either the inquiry or directly to me um, email and um, and then what we'll do is we'll we'll just um, have a chat with you, and uh, see what your need is, um, see how we can help, and based on that we, we make a decision whether it's um, through a tablet, in which case we can go ahead with that, and if you meet certain criteria to do with the shielding and to do with different uh, disabilities, then it may be that you can you can get an iPad, 
and and we would then take it from the other project. It would, regardless of of which which um, project, you would be supported by tech money. Right. Okay. And also just to say, um, it's not just about connections as well. It might be that you might want support to use your um, Amazon Echo or some house, you know, some device. So we're thinking of technology in the broader sense. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've got the smart homes now. You've got, you can turn bulbs on and off or you can, the hive, well, I've got hive on for my turning my heating on and off. And so that's a much wider uh, version of technology. It's, yes, I think that's really important that it's not just about laptops, phones, PCs. It's all that smart technology that's that's in the home, which, which people are using um, daily, um, but mm. maybe could get more more out of it. And and the, the 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 great thing about the internet is that it's moved forward from just being somewhere where you get information. You now have what's called the Internet of Things, so that you can make your life easier. And I know people have probably heard of things like telecare and different devices and things that can help somebody live more independently. And now that's all coming tied together. So it's not a case of you need to get an assessment to get that. You can actually go and get it yourself some of these things so it gives you more power and you can you can customize it but it, it does require a degree of of knowledge to do that and that's why we're here and that's why we've got a project so we're really looking at, uh, at the whole range of, of of assistive technology as well as connecting with the internet i think that's really my, my last question and I'm, i think i'll ask it to everybody is there something that you have found out that you can do online which you didn't realise was possible, but something new that you've learned. I'm going to pick on John first. <laughs> so I'll give the others more time. Okay, John, what, what have you found you can do online that you didn't think you, you would be able to do? For, for me, it's, it's um, how, to, how to use Zoom to, um, to do what we're doing right now, um, um, to do podcasting, but also how we can use it to, 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 to share um, ideas in a way I never thought possible and, and the interactivity of it because it's something that and you and I, Katie, have been spending years looking at how we get people involved and and I think that I've been really amazed that actually when people can start getting on, getting, you know, getting on and having a go and um, it's actually been quite, it's been quite, I mean, for example, Sharon was doing um uh, a, a demonstration of how to make roses from cards and stuff and our mindful craftiness and we we found out a way of using so that she could do the sort of blue peter view where you could see the hands and what she was doing and, and all that stuff and that's just something that we could we would never have dreamt of uh, Katie back maybe a couple of years ago mm-hmm. um, so I think I think that that's been fantastic yeah actually that reminds me I I was away visiting my my father um, and and his partner, and they love dogs. And we have just got a new puppy who is we couldn't take her with her because mother's well, because she's classic. And my daughter's also got a new puppy, so I use Zoom to introduce him to these two new puppies. And that really it made such a difference to them. You know, to be able to I've talked about them, I've shown them photos, but actually to see them wriggling about and licking people's faces and doing all the really bad things that puppies do and to see his face see how happy he was to see that I think that made a a, a big difference so yes um, I think I'll go next to Sharon what have you learned about being able to do online that you didn't know 
one of the things that I have been using more and more and more has been WhatsApp to connect with family who are in Australia. So my just the situation with my mum, as I mentioned earlier, and being able to set up family groups that nobody else has got connection into unless you invite them into it. You can actually have family groups um, of two or three or 10 people, whatever it is, and be able to just to speak to one another, to share about stuff that's happening, to send photographs. Um, so it's, it's, it's almost as good as being with them. It's not quite as good. But especially when, whether you are unable to connect with family who just live down the road just now because of shielding, or whether it's like my situation where it's great to have that input and support from family who are in Australia, then I would, being able to do that is fantastic. And it really, it's really helped me to, to just kind of, make decisions or do things that that I think well I've got the backing of family here I can you know so I would say that's probably what I've discovered more and more the ability to be able to do that that, that community that can then support yes. you yes yeah. Frank what about you have you discovered anything novel while you've been learning about the internet or technology Anything I've learned is would be basic to everybody else in the group. You know, things that I found you as sending photographs, sending documents, uh, doing shopping. These are all very new to me and uh, all very, also very useful. But I know that's a very elementary level of technology. But nonetheless, it's where I made a start and it's been very good to me. Yes, I think it's really important that people realise that, you know, being able to send photographs makes such a difference that instantly being able to send a photograph and, yes. and again that's that whole connected bit of of um that the internet can provide okay helen i've saved you to last <laughs> well i'm not quite sure if i'm answering your question as such but i would take it even further back to basics what i have discovered is that you can teach people by how to use you can teach people how to do how to use it mm -hmm. through the phone or email and i have taught for years i've taught all sorts of things for years but it, and i've taught online I've, I've used online learning blended learning a whole lot but it's very different teaching someone management strategies online to teaching someone how to get online in the first place um via technology and it's it's been fascinating knowing that it, it is feasible um from from very very basics you know getting someone to to download an app to um to set up their email to set up their accessibility settings to so that they can see things better just by using the phone and sometimes email to back it up and i think that should encourage any carers who are terrified and there will be lots of them we're terrified of using new technology it is really doable you know 
step by step, the very basics, but it is doable. If all you've got is a phone, some kind of device, and a little bit of patience and time to spend on just talking to the person at the other end and letting them talk you through. I think that's a really positive way to end the end the discussion. John, did you want you want to come in and say something? Something that's very important to remember is that technology is not something that you do extra. It has to be something that is in, um, complementary to your life. It has to enrich. Mm-hmm. And I think the onus on us uh, as uh, as team and as the tech bodies, as going back to what Frank said, is about listening, is about hearing what the hook, what we call the hook is. So what what interests them? It's it's listening to the person and seeing where they're at and not in not forcing them to say, oh, this is a good idea. And I think Frank said that very well. Yeah. So I hope that, that anyone who's listened to this podcast will and is is wants to do something using technology will feel encouraged and, and confident to come along and, and, and get in contact with, with Keras Link. Um, so the, the email address, if you want to get in contact, is inquiry at carouslink.org.uk and we also have i'm going to put john on the spot now the tech support line number john can you remember it okay it's 07 thank you um and if you call that number it will be john you get through to normally unless unless he's off doing something but uh, if you want to talk to someone rather than actually um send an email then that's fine you can do that as well so thank you very much to to sharon thank you to helen thank you to frank and i can thank john as a contributor now um but i can i can turn the tables on him and say and john and what's our next podcast going to be we are handing the reins again over to uh, the young carers to Sam and Cameron, and uh, so they're going to do a podcast on uh, education and the impacts of COVID nineteen uh, on 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 pupils going back to school. Yes, I think that'll be a really interesting one to to listen to and, and find out what's important to them. And and we've actually got representatives from the Scottish government coming along to to answer those questions. So we'll have definitive answers from them. So that's really good. So thank you very much, everyone, for for listening to us today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you found it useful. And we will be back again next week. Thank you. Bye.